Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Plus 44 podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This is the Plus 44 podcast. I'm ZZ Mills. Uh, yeah, what's that about? What was that all and about? I'm Sideman. Music. Culture. UK. This is Plus 44 from Amazon Music. On the Plus 4-4 podcast with ZZ Mills and Sidemen. Everyone thinks I'm a billionaire from all these fights and I, it? I got paid eight and a half grand in it. Would you say that Bouncer did help you? A certain way, yeah, but in a certain way he didn't. What was the problem with what you were signing? Wicked and bad, liquor man, and famous and dangerous. They're my slogans, innit? He's copyrighted every single thing. When you came on the show and what? you said about the black girls. You got a loose mouth. No, I'm in love black women, man. Yeah. No yeah. Way, <laughs> music, culture, UK. This is Plus 4-4 from Amazon Music. Welcome to the Plus 4-4 podcast from Amazon Music with me, ZZ Mills. And me, Sideman. Each week, we'll be going over the hottest topics, trends and new releases on the Plus 4-4 playlist and we'll be joined by a special guest. Today's special guest is none other than Liquor Man. Plus, we have a snippet from our chat with Reggie Yates and Amil Amin at the Amazon Black Friday live event. But before we bring Liquor Man out, how's your week been, ZZ? It's a big week for you. You're premiering out here, okay? You're a movie star, okay? Remember when you went to LA with your dried up acting career and nothing worked out for you? Well, now you can say, aha, I am now the actress indeed because you were in Boxing Day. I'm hearing rave reviews and I watched it and your part to me was the best part. That might be a little bit biased. <laughs> I really appreciate that. No, I, it, I, um, I went to the premiere. It was really nice. Feel good film. Feel good. Positivity. Yes. You know what I'm always talking about? Like I'm bored of seeing dip, dip, kill, kill. This is what, I, what I've been saying. Like I need like a love story. I want to see black love. I want to see black people doing well. It's not everyday mm. trauma. Do you get what I mean? I'd say probably the most violent person in the film was probably you. <laughs> Whatever. You hit, you, hit, you hit the main character with some aggressive questions. Well, that's me in real life. That's Very what I'm saying. True. How's your week? I've been converting my garage. Not that any of our listeners worldwide care but yeah i've been converting my garage into a gaming den in which i'm going to hold up until the new year because this is our last episode until until when we come back again so you know it's emotional for me so we cry together there's a lot to say when buying a new home or car but only one thing to say that can help you protect them like a good neighbor state farm is there and just like that a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yes. Let's have a little cry. Music Culture UK. UK. This is Plus 4-4 from Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Let's get straight into hot topics, okay? Um, Big concert's been going on. We've got Heady One at Wembley and Wizkid has been at the O2. Chris Brown showed up. You know what's funny? Chris Brown was in the UK and I didn't even think it could be to perform music because of how casually he was here. Like he was at some kids basketball game, play basketball. He weren't with nobody. Like obviously he probably is. But when you see him, he weren't with nobody or he's just in the club and he's just standing there with girls, you know, trying to become the next Karuche. And it's just, it was just <laughs> interesting. But obviously he, he, he came out and I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful like 360, you know, because obviously um, 
he brought out Wizkid years ago. I think about 10 years ago and now, you know, Wizkid brought him out. So it was a nice moment. I could not believe how many people was in that place. It was packed to the rims. The vibe in there was really good. Um, I, obviously, I saw all the stuff that happened on social media and I think that was really annoying to see. But since then, I haven't seen anything. But even that, I just think to myself, like, it was. I'm happy that that didn't put a dampen on the rest of the night and on Sunday night. Do you get what I mean? Were people really rushing the arena that didn't have tickets? I don't know. I didn't see it. Even though I was there, I saw what I, everyone else saw online. I just can't imagine someone getting dressed up to go somewhere without a ticket. I can't imagine that. Yeah, but remember, you're saying that as a big grown man. We're talking about young people, you know? Yeah, true. Like, I think people need, sometimes we need to remember, like, not condoning anyone's behaviour whatsoever. The mentality that we have now is because we're grown. But when we was younger, we were running, well, not, I didn't really get in trouble to be fair i'm saying we done dumb stuff yeah get what i'm saying yeah but now the level of dumb stuff is a different level now because of social media and when i saw it i just thought what is going on like why do people think that this is okay the only people it's going to reflect bad on is us mm -hmm. us as actually a community and as a people because then it just keeps reaffirming uh, what people may think of you know about having loads of us at one time now we're at high risk this is what happens so now he that will actually go against him now he could be seen as someone that is an artist that is high risk that is going to bring a high risk audience do you get what I'm saying so everyone thinks oh okay it's a bit of banter it's a bit of fun but it's not it's only going to reflect badly on him do you get what I'm saying the, the, so, the, the internet's always going to internet and and people are always going to people that's how that's how i see it. and it, it's interesting because obviously there was debate over which guests are coming out which night um but i kind of like how we've done it of course chris brown is a very big artist if you can only get chris brown for one night cool he got chris brown for one night be happy with that there's no song chris brown could perform in the uk at the o2 right that would get a bigger rise out of people than having gigs perform talking the hardest so I'm sure the people that were actually there at the event violently appreciated gigs coming out in that moment and performing that song. Oh, what were people like upset? Yeah, because they were saying, oh, Chris Brown first night oh, and then, you know oh, what I mean? Because okay, they I were expecting a Chris Brown level artist. But I'm saying they got a Chris Brown level song. Do you get what I'm saying? What, what talking the hardest is to the but UK even, is massive. Even that is so cheeky because you paid to see Wizkid. So if Wizkid chose to not chose not to bring anybody out and gave you just himself for however long that's what you paid for do you get what i'm saying yeah so very true the fact that you even get someone else extra even if it wasn't someone even as big as gigs like be grateful in it like you know what i mean so even things like that it's just like oh give it a rest yeah yeah give it a rest every day complain music culture uk this is plus four four from amazon music to go on to a more somber topic obviously you know Virgil Abloh's passing so sad man yeah man it's interesting because it's like I, I don't know why but I put myself in his shoes and I've asked myself if I had a terminal illness would I tell anybody would I tell the people because obviously it came as a shock to everybody because no one knew so what do you think you would do? Do you think if you like felt ill right now, do you think that you would tell people? This is the thing. He told people, he just didn't tell the world. Yes, that's he what told I mean. people that needed I mean, to yeah, know. Yeah. So people, yeah, like, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do, to be honest with you. It depends. But I understand why you only would tell a select few and then you just want to carry on living your life without people looking at you and, you know, being like, oh, are you okay? And just... Without yeah, I think, I, think I want the are you okay 
No, it depends. Like, but you get you are you okay from the people that you need to get it? Yeah, from? that's true. I feel like he felt felt like he still had work left to do. Yes. So I feel like when you have work left to do, you probably would like to just do, do it work, yeah. without people all of a sudden changing how they speak to you, not thinking you're capable. Yeah. Those type of people who are like really big visionary people and they're just, their brain goes differently. I think that's what he would want. Yeah. I saw that and I felt really sad. And you know what? I remember when growing up, when something like cancer seemed so far removed, a lot more mature, or, you know, it was... But now that you're in your you 70s, about, it feels different. So now that you're seeing that a lot of younger people... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because 41 is still is yeah, very extremely young. Extremely young. Get what extremely I mean? young. Extremely young. And it's like only nine years older than me or something like that. So, so it just makes me feel... I just felt sad. Yeah. I felt really sad. And I just... It definitely like, made wow. me think about my mortality for a second. Yeah, it is. And yes, it's it's a, it's an interesting yeah, thing. But rest, in, rest, in, rest in peace. And obviously his, his contributions to the world will never be forgotten there appreciated by many i saw so many different tributes from people so rest in peace unto what could have been another tragic situation but thankfully is not uh digger d there were reports he was arrested in dubai i've always said that i'm not go i'm not ever going to dubai because they mean what they say i believe them when they say that they'll do the things that they said they'll do and i am a clumsy person i might make a mistake i don't want to make a mistake and then never come back home but yeah he was caught up in some stuff that he says has nothing to really do with him everybody got a question but obviously because he's the big artist it was out there but interestingly he's been remarking on the fact that everybody on social media he feels like was gunning for him but i think he's misinterpreting that a little just because people from the headline from the buzzwords assume that he did something to end up in that position i think people are bored of him con- like how many times are we going to have a headline about you being arrested or maybe that's why he felt that response when you look at the whole you know the you know the whole maya mills and the tennessee and all of that kind of stuff you know his dating life just being posted on finger obviously he comes out of it looking like he thinks he's the guy do you get what i'm saying that's how people perceive it and when people perceive you like that then you know what i mean sometimes people want to see you knock down a peg yeah i definitely didn't want that for him yeah I and, and, and 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 i was glad to see that that wasn't the case but i think that's gonna make him have a very interesting relationship with the internet now he'll be back at it oh no oh yeah he'll be back at it the show the show will never stop that's how it is so speaking of the show stopping now that tian wayne has paid lani's debt do we think the show will stop now let me just give people a little backstory tian wayne is obviously a very popular uk artist he's on the song with ross but him and lani were in a well i don't know what they were in because he claims it's not a relationship she claims it was a relationship but the point is is that she says that he defrauded her finessed her took something out in her name and then left her with the debt he's just had different views and obviously she's taken to social media again and again and again discussing this and finally they had a little back and forth and now he's paid her the money back i actually personally messaged him about a year ago and asked him to pay the money back whether he feels wrong or not simply because it will stop the drama he didn't listen to that but obviously now drama has dramaed until it's gotten to that point so do you think that this show has ended do you think this is the end of this particular amazon prime series i hope so because i'm over it that's all i have to say about her and this situation <laughs> you and her have had back back and forth haven't you yeah i haven't had a back and forth we had one back and forth i said that i wouldn't want anybody to love me the way lani loved tian wayne that's what i said get your money back i don't i have no problem with her using social media in order to to publicly shame him into getting her debt written off 
I have no problem with that. I just feel like when I see her kicking up a ruckus to get the money back, I feel like I see pain. I see hurt and lack of healing. Or someone that just really likes attention. Oh my God, the girl loves attention. Well, you can love attention and still be hurt. Okay, but she loves attention. So let's just wait to see what she does next. If you feel like you've been hard pressed and hard done by a man and he's gone off to be popular and left you in the dirt and thought that you would be forgotten about, but then you find a way to make a name for yourself, it might do something for you in the vein of saying, you know what? Yes, see, I'm here as well. So yeah, I don't doubt that she enjoys the attention, but maybe she enjoys the attention because it says to her, it, 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 for her, it's a message to Tian Wayne. See, you didn't get rid of me. I'm still that thorn in your side because you wronged me and I'm going to get my retribution. She's deleted the videos talking about it on her TikTok. So let's see. Let's see if she continues to talk about it. Let's see if she lets it go. Anyway, moving on. Congratulations <laughs> to Jamal Edwards. Positive role model within our community. He received an honorary doctorate from the University of West London School of Film and media and design so big up to jamal he's definitely one of the pioneers yeah, of yeah. Our that's, scene, that's without question obviously he started fbtv yeah that was instrumental yep. in a lot of people's careers namely ed sheeran being one of the biggest ones and he's still doing great things in the community obviously your show unapologetic his people produce that yes um it's great to see him doing well and i'm just waiting for the university of birmingham to put some respect on my bottom lip and give me an honorary doctorate for what running your mouth i support you so hard but you just treat me like a slug i'm trying to understand continuously like... and perpetually speak up for oh, my community things i've go. done for my community many and this would is why never you will do. never get put the some respect because you don't hear jamal why? talking about all the things he's done and continuously talking about if i would put my line on the back for all the black women do you think i care about do you think oh, i truly care go. about it here we go typical I've never even thought here about getting go. a doctorate typical side man now because I say something it's going to be like do you really think I care I don't do the things that I you do you clearly do you I clearly do, do a little I, bit I was joking at least 50% of a joke it comes from somewhere I just want the money the money and the cars the cars and the clothes do you want no host? No, I don't refer to women in that way, in a derogatory sense. Do you sense. get to refer um, to women at all in life? <laughs> where are we going? Like, what did I do to you? You know what? No. That's it. That's the end of Hot Topics. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 4-4 from Amazon Music. So before we introduce our special guest, Little Man, remember to check out all the new releases this week across the Plus 4-4 playlist on Amazon Music. Remember, as well as the main Plus 4-4 playlist with all the hits and bangers, we also have the Plus 4-4 R&B playlist, the Plus 4-4 rap playlist and the Plus 4-4 Afro playlist. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Plus 4-4 UK, where you can see snippets of this podcast, check out our new exclusive content and stay up to date with all new music releases. Stream the Plus 4-4 playlist on Amazon Music. Make some noise for Liquor Man! How are you, sir? Well, go on, what's good? What's Last good? time we saw you was at the fight. Come on. You get me? I, I, which we really enjoyed. I did, yeah, I was there. I really enjoyed Your it. Your fight was end. You know what? Let's spin the wheel because <laughs> there's so much to get into. The worst thing for it to land on is Sideman asks. You keep, set, you keep jinxing yourself, and that's why it's not landing on it. It's going to land on it today, though. Go on, go on! Right, down the bottom. Ah. Last celeb, who's the last celeb that you spoke to? That you called on the phone or in person, actually, maybe. Tiny Boost, just now. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. All right then. What do you talk to Tanya about? Oh uh, no, I don't know. Video to his tune in it. Boost has been going in with the music. Yeah, he's recently. going in. He's going yeah, in. Yeah, he's yeah. doing he's his thing. He's been releasing a lot of stuff him. as well. Nah, he's doing his thing. Shout out to Boost. We know who Little Man is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this goes out worldwide. Yeah, of course. So people that don't know who Little Man is, give them a little breakdown of who you are, what you do, etc. Obviously, you don't know who I am. Little Man, wicked and bad, aka famous and dangerous. Obviously, I'm a professional boxer now. Before, I was a public figure, and yeah, you're still a public figure. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm very much a public. I wish figure. I bought Dave so you and Dave could like reunite again because you remember that clip went viral of Dave chasing Little Man. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> I think you were your little dog there. No, he's not here today. He's at my mum's. All right, so we was at the fight. We got to break down Little Man's fight because I don't little care man, what wait. nobody says. You was Little Man Mayweather in there. Little Man was just there, just antagonizing Bullying that, that young poor, man. That poor, literally, you know me, but that, that, them short people can't chat to me, man. <laughs> Short people can't chat to me. Man said he like say he's not one of them and disassociate yeah, himself from the community. You know, from you know. Growing up, I've never been around them, so in my head I'm six foot. They okay, okay, I got you, I got so you, I got you. When I see them, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not the same. Nah, but yeah. this is what Little Man was dipping the guy's face, and then we would just dock him and just like couple times about the bell rang. <laughs> <laughs> and Little Man just no, no, yeah, that was re- that was not. When you did that, everyone was like, everyone around us, every time you kept it, it was like, no, you can't do that. Even though we was rooting for you, we was like, why are you doing that to yeah, the poor guy? Up, yeah, but it like he firmed him in his face. <laughs> do you when do you ever get anxious about doing them? Nah. Do you always know you're gonna win yeah, or are you bit you're mad? <laughs> I fight a big man. You think this small man can touch me? Sure. Your confidence level is very, very high. Yeah. Is your confidence level high about everything? Is there anything that you're anxious about, shy about? Because you, your confidence just seems to be across the board. Mm. Like, why are you nervous? Like, what makes Little Man nervous? Camera. Camera, okay. Well, obviously, after a while, I've got used to it, but mm. it, I got, I don't know, man, it's weird. Is it camera when you're not in control? Like, when yeah, you're doing your own stuff at home, yeah, you, yeah, see, yeah, you, yeah. you know what you're doing, but yeah, when it's like something like this environment, yeah. it's kind of... It's a bit... Because oh. you, you got a loose mouth. Yeah. And you just yeah. say anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards, you just, you suffer <laughs> for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when you said on my show, when you came on the show and what? you said about the black girls. And now I'm made... a lot of black women, man. Yeah. But it is, obviously, all my life, I've been, I've been, with black white white women in it so it's like nah, <laughs> I ain't got a problem yeah, with black you got, you got, are, you, you got, are you mixed race? yeah okay, mum's cool. Jamaican my dad's Irish oh okay right right right, right, right. yeah we'll, we gotta change your palate we gotta get your palate right you gotta, nah man I've had too much lick from when I was young in it so no he like said all women. his life he said all his life he's only been with white women right so we, we gotta we gotta get his palate you know what I mean what? gotta get a more diverse palate so for him he's gotta check nah my mum scared me from the black women man why? got too much beating man too much lick so he did it again cleaned it up and did it again well apparently the reason why he doesn't like black women is because of his mum they're going to be like no so do you um, do you have do you have a good relationship with your parents no no really why is that (laughs) dad's in jail okay 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 okay. what about you I bought myself innit what about your relationship with your mum? Nah, I don't chat to her. Who did you really? live so, so when you were growing up, did you live with them? Nah. Who did you live From with? Till I was 10, I got sent to boarding school. Okay. Boarding school? That's yeah, in Scotland. Cars to rank. Scotland? Yeah. And, and Cumbria. How, how, long, how long was you there for? Till like, I was 13. Okay. Then I got I done a madness up there and I got started going to jail. So how how long would you say you over a time period have you been in jail, like collectively? Ten years, about 10 years. Okay, right. From the age of 13. In and out, in and out, in and out. Till wow. now, 2019, I got out. And then what changed when 2019? Because now... The fame, innit? Okay, right, 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 right. I see, I met Bouncer. Well, yeah. 
we were we we're gonna get into that, aren't we? So would you say that although you and Bouncer are not on best terms right now, yeah. would you say that Bouncer did Bouncer did help you in the beginning? He, in a certain way, yeah, but in a certain way he didn't. You but then I mean? would you say but would you say that if it wasn't for him you wouldn't no, be in, in this position, no? no, no, no. no. I'm no. me in it. They like me. They don't like Bouncer. They didn't watch Bouncer. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like the business behind it, the business behind you, the fact of you like doing the fights, or even you having, you know, certain things going on around you. Would you say structure. that was because yeah, the structure that you know? What yeah, I mean? of course. Obviously, because he he's around all the influences and all the industry and all that, so he knows where to put me. Because I, I thought mean? I thought the whole <coughs> I thought a big part of the breakup with Dig that was like about you as well because yeah. you were all supposed to move into the same place and then dig that didn't want you to be there and that was it like any truth to that no he said no it is apparently yeah but no because he said i was too i was too hyper or something mm-hmm. too much i got too i much could energy. see that <laughs> you you got energy yeah, trunk <laughs> but, do, but do you do you be, do you think that about yourself do you think that you've got a lot of energy do you see yourself in that way or do you think you're calm in the middle yeah yeah and no people think like i'm really energetic all yeah. the time and i actually don't like talking that's weird. <laughs> but no, what we're not going to do no, is no, easy. No, listen, we're listen. Not gonna, we, no, we have a platform and we have to tell the truth on our platform. No, so. no, no. no but it's true. I've realised I like talking, but I don't like talking unnecessarily. So when people come up to me out like and try and start small conversations, I'm like, we don't really need to have this conversation. Like, I can be in a room and yeah. stay quiet and actually not talk to anybody. But people wouldn't think that about me because I don't know this they talk is about, a lot. Like. But... I'm guessing people who see you online, they automatically think, oh my gosh, he's got bags of energy. But in your quiet time by yourself, are you not like that? Nah. Are you just quiet, reserved? Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, let's get into the whole <clears throat> bouncer of it now. So where do you two's issues stem? Because we had bouncer here and he alluded to things not being as connected as they were before. That's all that was said. Yeah. Like, what's your take on it? Uh, are you two working together in any capacity at the nah. moment? Why is that? Lock off. Is that, is that, was the- that your decision or his? Obviously mine, isn't it? Obviously what's been going on. Obviously now, um, ever since I've come out of prison, obviously, oh, it's, this is all mad, this is. <laughs> As when I come out of prison, obviously don't get twisted. He did help me. He showed me certain things. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, I'm new to this life when I come out of jail, 219, isn't it? And obviously when I come out, he was saying, yo, sign this, I'll make you a millionaire, this, that. Bear so retter. did you know Bouncer beforehand? No, I never knew him. Okay. So I met him through prison. Okay. Through one of my brethren's brethren, apparently. Okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. obviously I come out of jail, link my man, my man show me the limelight, show me what's what. Obviously I'm new to this. I've never seen this. I'm from the council estate. You get me mm-hmm. on the streets and that. Mm-hmm. So when I see this, I'm thinking, yo, I've made it, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. And obviously he, he took me in, took me to London. I was living at his yard and that and obviously it was just obviously I don't know in it because I can't read and write in it so I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm signing and all these things yeah and even my probation used to say yo look man be careful what you're doing be careful what you're doing and obviously I don't know because I can't read and write so if you're telling me something about this says you in my head it's not it's not registering it you know so, what I mean but then so people might say okay you you can't read and write <clears throat> but they're might have been people around you that no there wasn't because I moved I moved to London at his house oh so he was the only person where were you living yeah. before Jail. He came out of jail and came straight no, to London. I mean, before jail, where were you? Uh, my sister's or oh, my brethren's house. What was that in London as well? Nah, Coventry. Okay, okay, okay. okay. You get me? But obviously, I went to jail 2017 and I was there for two years and I come out 219. Bow, that was it. Come out famous. 
It was mad. Did you have did, did you have friends around you? Though? Yeah, you all my friends were telling me, but it was it was weird, man. It was just it would just happen so fast. He started showing me big cars. Yeah, it was mad. It was mad. It was just got I just, just got sucked in, innit? So when you said you when you said you don't know what you were signing, what was the problem with what you were signing? Obviously, you made me sign fifty percent of the contract, innit? Like of the yeah, anything I get, he gets fifty percent. Okay. How long for? Like, that's what I'm saying. I can't remember. Can't remember. I ain't gonna lie. So and you felt like fifty percent was unfair. But he said the reason why he done that is because he put his money to everything, innit? What so. do you think about that? What the are we talking to me? Yeah. Um. I mean, I can't. I would have to see the contract myself. I think it's difficult to speak on the contract because none of us have yeah, seen, no seen it. it yeah. No one knows what it is. So mm-hmm. I think it's hard for us to to comment on yeah, that yeah, yeah. necessarily. So so where I was the beef then? That. Where was the issue? Yeah. Where did it go wrong? Because I do you know what when you guys came on my show, yeah. like the way you two gelled, um, the way you two got along. He seemed like a big brother slash kind of like father type of figure that's a mad that comparison obviously obviously that the, um it started fucking up when um you know the wicked and bad thing the fight come out mm-hmm. that that whole thing don't get it twisted the wicked and bad little man and famous and dangerous they're my slogans he it? said to us that he's been saying he's had wicked and bad for years i'm sure when he had the interview with us he said <laughs> wicked and bad have been nah, that, that's that's bullshit I'm my kid's life that's not that's not the case because when he come visit me in prison he said to me oh what's the names you want and I was like what are you on about I said little man and he was like nah little man and I was like alright cool we're wrong with little man mm-hmm. don't get twisted he said little man but I said little man he said, what do you want to call yourself little man mm-hmm. I said little man he said nah nah little man's dead so I little man I said oh cool mm-hmm. then he said oh what other names uh, obviously my brethren used to be a rapper in my ends innit and he said oh something about I can't remember I'll show you the tune now he said something about wicked and bad all my G's move wicked and bad you know what I'm saying the big shack yeah that's my boy innit? Mm-hmm. obviously he does music and that was his slogan innit? so I just took it from him mm-hmm. And that's when Little Man, Wicked and Bad, Famous and Dangerous come along. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's copyrighted every single thing. So I don't have own nothing to it, none of it. What do you, you mean? So, so, so in the, because you said it's 50-50. So do you own 50% of the name or that he's, he's taking? No, nah, I don't think, no, nah, he's, I don't, don't no, think the contract and trademark is different in it. So yeah. you're saying Wicked and Bad. Yeah. And Famous and Dangerous. Yeah. And the name Little Man. Yeah. He owns. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. I don't have no nothing in it. So how does that work for you calling yourself Little Man and doing stuff? <laughs> under- I've only found out this. You know what I mean? I got wicked and bad tattooed on my skin to ask. Get me? So like it was mad. I want to know where the breakdown happened because that's what I'm saying. It kind of yeah. We you, you're not talking now, but it kind of went from because he didn't uh, Bouncer didn't really he didn't speak badly of you. He yeah. just said it it it's not working out. Mm-hmm. That's it type of vibe, yeah. and we've we've gone our separate ways. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? Because there, there's not been anything public. You know, sometimes I think with, um, who was it? What was the guy, other guy's name? Dig yeah. That, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dig, Dig that. that. That was a very, it was a very open and public yeah. thing. Everyone knew that it kind of went to the left, right? Um, and I did say to him, actually, on the show, I did say, you know, Dig That happened and now you two are not talking. Do you not think it could be a you situation? Because if if your relationships, and I said that to mm-hmm. him face to face, but what happened? Like, where did it actually go wrong? When did, when did you guys go, actually, this is not working for us anymore no i just felt weird after the um the fight situation in it because obviously everyone's telling me certain times obviously no one knows what i got paid everyone thinks i'm a millionaire from all these fights and i in it mm. and obviously out of time my boys what i got paid at the start of the first of the fight and i got paid eight and a half grand in it and everyone's thinking nah bridging you don't shouldn't be getting eight and a half grand and other people i've been speaking to everyone said oh you should be getting more money than that mm. so you, you just know got eight and a half 
they That's enough it. bags for my first fight, yeah? Okay. And that was the one what I made oh international worldwide right, right, right. You mean that yeah, the first the fight. First fight. Uh, the yeah, first fight. The first fight was the because obviously I'm not set pace for the little people then, you mm-hmm, get me? Mm-hmm. So Is that politically correct? Little people. Look no contra- I, I don't the, wolf, say, the proper name's contraplasia, isn't it? Okay. But the wolfism. Okay, cool. But me say little people. Look, I, 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 well, I, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you I, can, so I just want to yeah. make sure I get, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so, okay. yeah. Obviously, I set pace for that. Obviously, my, my boys were asking me how much money I got, and then they, they were going mad to, nah, mate, mama's finessing you. Then, obviously, the next one, I got 10 quid, two grand more. It was no difference. But obviously, obviously, I thought when obviously people would have put it in your head, you still get me more money because I'm the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've been doing a lot of brand deals and stuff like that yeah, as well, yeah. isn't it? But obviously, the second so on one. On the brand went, deals, as well he gets half yeah everything anything anything I do he gets half of anything and is that still the case no because I'm done with him now But I don't know what's going on behind because I don't I can't read and write like it so it's a bit all mad. So so now you have people in your team though that can yeah I got help a new manager big up soup on my cousin and that but yeah what went tits up is when had my last my second fight the one fight I just had yeah I went undercard. Okay, right. You get me? Because, all right, yeah, okay. So cool. I'm just thinking to myself, how am I on the card if I'm the champion? Obviously, he's putting himself on, isn't he? Mm-hmm. To, to, his, to his, obviously, his fight. The most recent fight was not that long ago. Was yeah. the relationship already fractured at that point? Yeah. So why did you even do it? Because I just, I, I basically, I done it for the bread, isn't it? Mm. Quick, fast. Does it, does it, um, do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage in a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. Does it make you a little bit sad? Yeah, Cause, of course. Cause, cause me, I, ain't got, because... I ain't got the umph anymore, but people keep saying to look at my, you, you remember, you don't make man like feel, you know what I mean, the type of way. That's uh, why you don't see me putting up nothing no more because I, I, I just don't give a shit no more. But it's what it is. Not necessarily to do, yeah, obviously to do with your career, but yeah. also your relationship with that, per, with, with Bouncer. Does yeah. it make you, does it make you sad that it's it's come to that end? Because at, like, it's like, it's not the same, but if me and David now decided that we weren't talking anymore, mm. people would be like, oh, that because people did yeah, kind of see you as close, a duo. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we saw you a lot together. Yeah. It was like, if you saw Little Man, you saw Bouncer, yeah. uh, vice mm. versa. So even when he said it to me, I was like, oh my gosh, that's really sad. How come? Yeah. Um, how how does it make you feel about about it? 
obviously, I'll, I'm an idiot because obviously I should have gone to my peoples and made my peoples read my things and whatnot in it. It's not, you know what I mean? But it is what it is, man. Like you live and learn in it. You know what I'm saying? But you're not. That's that's not speaking to the relationship between. Like I don't. <laughs> you just don't care. No, nah, yeah. it's brush it in it. It's brush it under the table, like. Music Culture UK. This is Plus Four Four from Amazon Music. You've got a new fight. Yeah. You're doing so. There's a new 19th of December. Okay, and that is on, on device Vice fights. Okay, right. Talk to us about that. How does what's that all about? Um, I don't know about that, but yeah, super. <laughs> you don't know about it. No, I don't know how to explain. To you get me, Little Man. You, we just had a conversation about you not knowing about what's going on. My brain don't function these things, bro. So I'm you have you. to know. You have to make a conscious effort yeah, now but he's to saying know. His team, he's saying his team knows, and it doesn't yeah. matter. No, because that's what happened before. So now you make a conscious effort. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. No, I'm no, talking no, to you you're now, real, you're like real. properly. Yeah. You have to know that. Yes. Okay. You've Even got if people. it takes you longer to find yeah, out, you gotta you, take you the time and find out. You find out, and you know what's going on. You just want to turn up the day and cop the man. Yeah, man. Just block him and cut and take my money and gone. No, but that's why you're now in your predicament. Yeah. now because that's what you wanted before so now you have to know what's going on mm. obviously you now you you trust the people but at one point you trusted that no, person course, yeah. so you have to now know like okay the, i've already been burnt i'm not saying anyone else is going to burn burn you again yeah, yeah. but you have to you have to know what, what's what's going on what's the reason as to so you're you're dyslexic yeah, right yeah. and do you feel like your previous management understood that about you yeah he knew I told him I, I said mean, to him I, I can't read or write and everything there okay I told him the get go like yo man can't read or write and, and, and is that just and is, what was your schooling like did you did you nah never no, I was bad dude man that's why I got to get sent to Scotland didn't it I never went to school so do you do you want to so can you nah, can, can you read it right now in, yeah not like <laughs> yeah you get a, a bit better yeah. so is that something that you want to do do you like want to nah. go back to school and no I'll go crazy I ain't got you know, I couldn't sit there and put pen to paper Right, okay. You get me? But you but you don't is that not something that you want to do or, or, or learn to do? No, I wouldn't do it anyway. Why? Because my body just wants it's mad. It's, uh, you told me to write something down, I just get real weird. I don't know. It sounds like it's more fear. Right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it might just be maybe you're brave enough to go into that ring. But to go into Pen that to go into the cla- to go into the classroom again, he's just like, ah, I'm not really feeling yeah. Especially when you make it. I was that naughty kid well. what you know you get put the paper down, dash it on the floor and just catch dry. You know what I mean? Just terrorize <laughs> the class, dash things. That was me, innit? With the trademark situation, has there been conversations with you at Bouncer about that? So no, I ain't spoke to Bouncer because I don't want to chat to him in it. So uh, okay, you, has your team spoken to them about yeah, the trademark the, issue? So yeah, yeah. so what's where's that gone? Like how's that going in the conversation? <laughs> I don't know. Based on what you're saying, obviously your manager's here. I feel like it would be good if we could get your manager in the conversation. Is yeah, that bring him up? Is that cool with you? Bring him out. Bring right, him out. Manager, what's it's your name? Sorry. Super. Okay, so manager super. Super um, is looking yeah. super duper drippy today. Oh yeah, no, uh, you've been spending on. little man's money good, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> dripping out. <laughs> no, nah, not even that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. um, obviously you're his cousin, right? So there's a relationship. Explain the relationship between you two first. Yeah. And so so basically, um, we lost connection because we both kind of went jail in it way yeah. back way back when we both went jail and lost connection mm-hmm. I think I might have even still been inside when he come out yeah. and got signed because oh, I was going to say yeah. how comes you didn't yeah. manage him from so, the beginning so yeah that's going way back when it was all really mischief yeah, back then do you know what I'm saying so while uh, Bounce was managing him I started to get involved started to come down Lon- London check on him get involved with him just to be there for his support were you really. one of the people warning him <laughs> I wasn't warning him because I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. It was only when, as time went on, but certain things wasn't sitting well. And it is a lot, you got to understand, when there is something that's a little bit like 
not sounding too good. There is like fake stories what get, get made up around mm-hmm. it. I've, I've heard a lot of things that I know is not even true. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, Bounce have done this, Bounce. I'm like, mm, that didn't even happen like that. Mm-hmm. But when it gets down to the nitty gritty of business and, you know, tr- um, trademarks yeah. and all of this stuff, that's where it's kind of become an issue. And, and Wicked or Bad was a thing what he was saying in prison. And obviously that kind of like, started to hit his heart now started to, started to what's the word for it started to get to him after right. after a little while started to get to him and that's where the kind of relationships started breaking up and um so yeah that's where it started with the wicked and bad brand really so talk to us about the trademarking mm. uh um, the fit- so so he, he has actually agreed because he trademarked famous and dangerous as anya trademarked uh wicked, little man as well okay and he's already, yeah, that's already done like they own this. And there's other people involved in Wicked and Bad as well. And I said, one of the other owners of Wicked and Bad, man, get along with him really well. He's actually helped man a lot mm-hmm. in terms of, with, with Liquid Man as well. But he had nothing to do with that, the whole where it come from. Mm-hmm. He was already involved in it and realized in the ideal world, it would have been better if obviously we had all worked together. Yeah, Unity, yeah. come yeah. on. But the one, one thing I will say about even having this discussion is although things are not great now, yeah. it doesn't, it's, it doesn't seem like it's bad. If that make it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem like it's you know sometimes you can't even have conversations everything has to be done through a third party or even a lawyer or anything yeah. like that it seems like although there's this like discrepancy going on yeah. you're still it's, able it's to have conversa- yeah, conversations it's like, even though it's still time for that though because if you don't if what you're saying is true of course like the na- you still don't have the name yet right yeah no. so his name is Little no, Man. No, no, but, but but what I'm saying is there's been situations like this that are similar and people can't even have a conversation on the phone. Yeah, I get what it's, you're saying. It's, it's just mad vibes. Do you get what well, I mean? I'm, and, saying, and yeah. I'm saying I can see it reach there because for me, you got to give me my name. What's the conversation about? In all fairness, about? in all fairness, What's everything, the everything was pretty straightforward. Bouncer made it clear that he wanted to go a separate way. Little Man was happy going his separate way of me, got him on a new platform and everything, working with other, other man and that. You'll mm-hmm. see what's going to come 19th of December, next fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got some some big things in the pipeline. So everything's kind of worked well for us in that but sense. What's, what are we but, wait? If you say to a man, yo, you've trademarked my name, can I have my name back? That's so, a quick yeah, so yes when, or no. Yeah, so, so this, what this has been on? stumbled on. Previous conversation, it did get a little bit heated. I think maybe at the time, I don't know whether Bounce just thought I was asking too much of him, but to from get, a manager's to, to point of name. view. But I need, I, I need famous. I, in in, in Bounce's defence though, if I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep it 100 right now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If Little Man said, mm. Little Man, and then if I said, no, actually say, call yourself Little Man, mm. then I... Would I would then say I own some of that name? I came up, although it still yeah. sounds Little Man. Yeah. We know him as Little Man. I ain't saying so, name, but what yeah. can Bouncer do with the name Little Man if he's not there? Do you get what I'm saying? Like famous and dangerous and wicked and bad. Those are general things. But you can I, put that to anything. We only recently found this out because obviously Bouncer had agreed to give us famous and dangerous because we had a previous meeting. Cutting a long story short, we ended up saying, you know what? Forget the wicked and bad thing. We're going to run with famous and dangerous. Mm-hmm. The team Wicked and Bad was like, you know what? We will help you guys push Famous and Dangerous. So that's just Little Man's thing. I'm cool and with off all the of back that. End, off the back end of Wicked and Bad, cool. But stumbling across that, because me, I've got a team around me what are doing all of the business side of things. Mm-hmm. We come across, oh, he's trademarked Little Man how as did well. You, how did you guys come across that he'd done that? So when you're looking up these right, types right. of things. So you he, did, up, he didn't you, actually tell you that he had trademarked it? No, we didn't know. But Bouncer hadn't disclosed that. He never, he didn't, I didn't say know to that, you. I didn't know, no. He, he I never know told you that he ourselves. had done. Okay, right. Yeah. So you guys had to find yeah. out yourselves. So okay. obviously I've fallen in conversation with him. If a man's willing really to give since. you famous yeah. and dangerous, how can he not be willing to give you little man? If little man's not there, what's Bouncer going to do? Is Bouncer going to create like a little man drink? 
Do you get what I'm saying? Like, what? Do you, does well, nobody understand what I'm saying? No, well, it's, why is it? Th- yeah, but it's it's business, isn't it? And it's kind of like what happened to Ivorian Doll. Like, she doesn't own her name. So the guy that owns bloody whatever, what that station called again, Radar. Well, what, he the, because it's that, money. It's no, money. I'm, no, but what money can he get out of the name Ivorian Doll? Because now, because what happens is then now she can't she can't do anything without him and that's that's how business works it's like i made sure i trademarked my name because someone could go and trademark my name but and now i can't even use my name but if bouncer says he's cool have with you trademarked your name no you better fucking do it trademark side man <laughs> yeah you better ask them to take that out that trademark your name like are you all right i'll change it Go on, oh. take it. Oh and then I'll tra- I've been wanting to change my name to Alpha Male. Listen. <laughs> well, then if that's the case, then you're, you've just you've just contradicted yourself because then tell Little Man to change his name then. No, 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 no. You're saying, saying, why does Bouncer need it? No, no, no. Think, I'm talking reason- about on a personal level. Now, I'm saying human to human, right? Human to human. You and this guy have not had a good business ending relationship. You know what yeah. I mean? You both seen different. You've said, you know what? We'll go separate ways. Cool. Yeah. You go this way. You go that way. Yeah, yeah, Man yeah. said you can mutual, have the name. Yeah, mutual, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Man, because yeah. remember, you were speaking to relationship earlier. Sometimes you're not cool with it. Like if me and you was ever not cool, I would hope that there's still enough love there for us to not try to sabotage each other. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. that's not that's not that's not how it works in business. No, but and I'm, that, and that's, yeah, I'm, I'm and not talking about business now. Yeah, but it is business though. That's what you have to understand. The moment we now decide to go separate ways yeah we were great and now but we now it's business it's only going to be business because now we don't have anything so if he's willing to give him famous and dangerous you can't not be willing to give a man no, his because, actual name because bounce is not bounce is not stupid he knows famous and dangerous okay great lovely he knows the commodity is little man the name so basically is it? Yeah. You, what you, basically what you're saying is is that essentially bouncer one would want to this is allegedly of course perpetually make money off of you then because mm. your name is Looker Man. So when you it's, have it's that not, fight, you know when what? you it's have not, that fight. Man can work around this. At the end of the day, I, 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 know, my, I know my stuff. Yeah, like, we can change the name slightly if, we, if it comes to it. Don't get me twisted. Like, I there's hear ways around that, this stuff. In the ideal world, I'd hope we can just end up resolving this really, to be honest with you. Right, right, and right. you know what I mean? I still hope that it can still kind of get resolved because this makes life easier for me. It's, it, seems you know like what I'm it, it seems like this frustrates you. Because it's just, it's just, it's just it unnecessary like headache. It's an unnecessary headache. So you just want it to be over and done with. Yeah, of course, man. Let's want to just. He just wants to concentrate on, on getting on getting a bag. And now we're in a position where we've been offered a contract which involves a lot more money, but we can make now mm. because it's not just a payment for the fight. We're involved in pay per views, involved in ticket sales, involved in all this other stuff which we wanted. We've been blessed to get the chance we've been given. We've got three fights lined up. We're going to hit America hard. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We're not fighting no more guys <laughs> who have, are not are unknown people, mm-hmm. right? These people, Likuman's not making anybody else famous. Like he's not going to give people clout. Mm-hmm. Like, like these other people have come along and it's all good and well. It's all part of the journey. But now Likuman's proved himself elevate, as a yeah. fighter. He needs to be fighting people who are, you know what I mean? Who are coming with something. Because I actually Coming with their own fans and all of that. Who actually is your next fighter? So we got a few people in the pipeline. We've got a Polish guy coming up for the 19th, 19th of December sorry mm-hmm. obviously he's a known guy in Poland mm-hmm. uh, for fighting um, I don't know if he's come from UFC and going into boxing but he's going to be boxing with him we got um, do you remember Jackass yeah. from America do you remember that yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah Wee yeah. Man oh okay yeah Wee Man that might be March or it might be you ever heard of Hoggle Swoggle I think his name is you think you could deal with a loss from WWE <laughs> me? yeah if you lost I ain't going to lose alright so no alright then so <laughs> but if you lose. did how do yeah, you know yeah I'll come off t- round two <laughs> no chance, but uh-uh. no, he's nowhere near losing. AJ needs some of your grit. 
I actually think Little Man is a good fighter. Yeah. Like, I, I watched Baby that Tyson fight. right there. I watched that fight yeah. and I'm like, yo, he's bobbing nah, and he's weaving sick. and dodging. And is, this, is that like, would you say boxing is now like your passion? Your, something that you actually gets you excited about. You're happy yeah. to train. You It's something like you're like, yeah, man, I'm, this is what I want to do. Yeah, of course. Do you do the training? Yeah, of course. I feel like <laughs> and Little Man just gives me turn up and punch him up vibes. Like, you know what I mean? I can't I imagine. I just turn you... up and punch them up, but obviously you have to train, isn't it? But you do, you, to... do you do strict training regimen? I'm not even yeah. asking you. Does yeah, he do a strict training yeah, regimen? Yeah, yeah, he's got he sticks yeah. to it. I don't smoke nothing. When, it, I, train, when I get grafted, it. I don't drink, no smoke nothing. All right, cool. Yeah. What about what about, what about um, other things? Well, sex, sex up, girl. Yeah, yeah. Of course, me sex up every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how's the baby? How's yeah, beautiful, how, man. How's, how, I'll show you. How, how's yeah. fatherhood? Yeah, how's man. that going? Sick, sick, yeah. sick. Do you, do you, are you and the mother still together? Yeah, but we're back together, yeah. Oh, nice, oh, that's nice, good, nice. That's good, that's good, that's yeah. good. Is, is, is he manageable? Yeah, don't get me wrong. He can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Mm. I'm on rule, innit? do you think though yeah. that you are like this as like a to kind of cover up the fact that you are like you said in school you was always just bad yeah. but was that because you knew like it was like a defense mechanism to, to to deter people away from maybe the fact that you couldn't like read or write or that you wasn't yeah, maybe I don't or, know. And, and because of you know do you, do you think that has a part to play in it yeah maybe yeah I think he's a lot worse than what he is now as well I think he used to tell himself I can't do this I can't do that mm. but now he's realised like right I can actually do certain things you know like right, right. Just, nah, I've been told I can't do that I can't do this he's been told he can't okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. yeah yeah so he's been it's told like told he you, can't do okay. something young and now he's Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and how do you feel like that affected you mentally? But when I prove my things, everyone's like, "Oh, you don't need to do that." When I talk, uh, I don't even talk certain things. But when I go on buses and certain things, man, it's like, "Right, you don't have to do that." You don't have to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I said, "But yeah, because before you're telling me I couldn't do it, mm. you right. get me." Mm. Like when I used to be going to jail and that people say, "Oh, you can't drive car, you can't ride bike." These are like people that start telling me in jail. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, you lost your head." Mm-mm-mm. Music culture, UK. This is plus four four from Amazon Music. In terms of. Um, dwarfism and everything like yeah. that. Do you feel like that's ever affected you mentally? Has it ever like how has it bothered you? How was was it like growing up with that, like and coping with that? <laughs> nah, it's it's a bit mad. Obviously, because I was small and that, and obviously, as I was younger, and I was I was around gangsters, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I like that image, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when I was around them, I was the little puppet mm-hmm. to them, innit? Mm-hmm. They come and do this, go do this, mm-hmm. go through that with the mm-hmm. or when they're bored, they'll they'll make joke out of man, innit? Mm-hmm. Sort of thing, innit? And obviously after a while, as I got older, I started getting more mad. Mm-hmm. Them things have to stop, innit? Because I started retaliating, innit? Yeah, you didn't know like what I'm saying. It. Yeah. So in terms of the fame now, were you with that a hundred percent? Because at the start of the beginning with bands and everything like that, it felt like it was still playing on some of those themes yeah. of like like, oh yeah, let's take them and now it feels more like you're respected in the boxer space yeah that's, and that, that's what I'm, I'm saying as well. all my, all my like family that. and I said yo look man that's not you you know when there's certain things I do and that like mm. all the little mad things run around in nappies and all these mm-hmm. mad fuckery things mm-hmm. people say yo they're laughing at you bro mm. they're not like think yeah because that's cool but you, you wanted I mean? to do it though not really but yeah I, 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 I don't bad. give a fuck yeah. you know what I mean sort of thing I just yeah. do it anyway because I don't care yeah but you've done it no one like forced you to do it oh no 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 forced me but yeah, yeah, but there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's force and then there's peer pressure peer pressure isn't force but it still is somebody encouraging you or coercing you to do something yeah but the Im- the little man has just said that he's a very strong and independent person yeah I don't think anyone can tell little man to do something that he I, that's doesn't not what I heard him want say. to do but based on what he just said, that's not what I'm getting. I'm getting that f- when he's saying when he was younger, man used to try to treat him like a puppet. That's what yeah. he said. You get what I'm saying? And I'm saying when he's come out of prison now and he's doing all of these things, they seem like the exact things he wanted man to cut out when he was younger. 
Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm saying maybe when he was younger, it was a forced thing, but maybe now it's not forced. It's not. And I'm not saying anybody specifically coerced him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you come out and all this money is in front of you for doing all this stuff. You don't want to do it, but because the bag's there and everybody's telling you, this is how you get the bag, yeah, bro, yeah, do yeah. this and you get this. You end up doing things that maybe is just not your character. Yeah, but then that's down to him and his morals. That's not down to other, like me, I'm very oh, like, I'm black. Not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm very black and white in it. I feel like there's always a level of accountability that everyone has to take for themselves. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying to you earlier when I was asking you questions and you said you still didn't know. I said, you're not learning from what's happened before. You still should know, yes, this is your cousin and he's got your best interest, yeah. but you still should know like, yo, cuz, sit me down, tell me exactly what's going on like tell me like what's she, happening she's right you know yeah, yeah, because, I, tried, I tried to get this out of him sometimes and I get mad with him I'm like listen just sit down and listen Yeah, because I can have a meeting yeah, with him like this you know thing. and I know only a small snippet of it's gone in his head yeah, mm. yeah. but because he trusts man he's like oh, super's got that man but imagine if I wasn't that guy though but, imagine but, if I didn't have his best interest so he does have to be aware of that yeah. that Very trust mm. that trust Very may true. be based on the fact that he can't be bothered I've trusted things because I can't be bothered, not because I trust the person. Mm. That's a you problem then. No, I know that. I'm, But that's what I'm saying. With Liquor Man, you can't do that. Yeah. Just because you can't be bothered don't mean you just let it go and then just, just hope for the best. Because, for instance, you're talking about eight bags, ten bags for those fights. You should have made way more. So when you're saying you can't be bothered, you might throw away money. Because yeah, yeah, I shout out to you, cousin. It's beautiful that you two are family, but cousins rob people too. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So it's good for you to know this stuff for yourself because knowing stuff for yourself is the difference between making 10 bags and 100 bags yeah. that's all I'm saying Music Culture UK this is Plus 4 4 from Amazon Music so what's the plans what's the what's the future no, what's are you getting get in, in, I feel like you, have you done acting no I feel like you should get into acting I want to do a little yeah. film innit okay yeah, and and I think a little man film would be amazing oh. what type of acting I do nothing yet but the little man film I want to do it still you know like and what, what, what would it be would it be like a about a your life, life like a real life yeah. mm-hmm. okay, touching right. the emotional sus- aspects of it the happy aspects of it or would you discipline every, yourself enough you know for I mean? the whole fighting thing the what whole, you mean whole are you going to sit are you going to sit there and learn a script and do the acting there's that part of it as <laughs> there's that part of it as well do you, you know what me? though I would I would actually love to see like a documentary on dwarfism yeah wait a minute wait a minute that might have I, actually been it you know I, was something yeah I would I would love to see that because I think what you have done even though people laugh and joke with you you've, yeah, been, yeah. you've brought so much awareness to that community yeah. do you get what I mean yes, and yes, you've yes. you've Massive. normalized that not not that they're not normal but we people see them and make yeah and make make fun of them or think they can't do something things and you've actually like brought awareness to that community and I think that's sick and there's so many questions that people would love to know or you know how it is uh, uh, growing up yeah, or just yeah. kind of what Dave was saying day just, day life for a little yeah moment. how it feels you yeah. know what I mean because we can imagine or we can try to but we don't know like it's no one's going to know how it feels to be a, a black woman yeah, only I can give that experience yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so something like that I think would be really really interesting and even just what you just said about your upbringing and how you yeah. are like I don't think people know that about you yeah, so no, when no, people I hear those things it's a very, it's a very it, inspirational yeah. type yeah type because I think I think you will give a lot of people confidence and hope with, as well. with your level of the way the confidence you exude would allow somebody that's gone through the things that you've gone through to yeah. exude that level of confidence I think it should be a docudrama though I'm just putting it out there because documentaries are great but docudramas is basically where it's just based it's basically just like almost like it's like a, like a bio, you know, biopic 
mm. kind of vibes. Mm. Like I feel like it should be acted out, not just people sitting there and doing interviews. That's all great, but I feel like docudramas go far. You remember like the one that Ava DuVernay did on mm. um like a like, life story type. Like, you, remember, you remember what's it called, man? With the, the boys that got arrested. When you see it. When you see us, yeah. When you see us, but that's a whole drama, bruv. Yeah, it's a that's just, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Something, it's a it's a dramatic retelling of some of something, and I, I think, think a, a dramatic drama, retelling of certain parts of Little Man's life that he's described to us now, we'd be far more interested to see all of those things acted yeah, yeah, out yeah. and shown. I think yeah. that would be far more impactful. That's just my opinion. Yeah, on it I anyway, agree. I agree. The world is your oyster now. Do you feel yeah. a bit more free? Do you feel do you feel like rejuvenated and ready to start again on this journey now that you feel like you're more free and new management and everything like that? Yeah, once these little yeah. issues are resolved, hopefully as quickly as possible, we just want to focus on getting the bag, man. This is it. Like he's got so much. He hasn't even been abroad, you know. Haven't you? Nah. Never in your life. Clever. Wow. You've never left the UK? Nah. Why is that? Jail all my life. Where's the first place you want to go? I don't know. I want to go everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Dubai. Dubai, innit? Dubai. Go Jamaica. Don't know. You shouldn't Jamaica. go Dubai. Go Jamaica. Come on. First, go Jamaica first. Look, man, listen, I'm only here as support. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Bite. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. (laughs) I don't think you should go to Dubai, okay? You seem very lackadaisical. <laughs> in that, what's up in your hand there? Vape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think you should because you'll make a mistake and end up in Dubai for 25 years. <laughs> I just think you should go to somewhere where there's not that many rules. Like Jamaica. Yeah, go to Jamaica. Go yard first. Yeah. So ease yard into it, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Ease into the travel journey. <laughs> At least not America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere yeah, like yeah. that. I don't reckon I'll be in America. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you might not. Yeah, you probably won't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, America. Yeah, it's going to be a while for you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. annoying I because know, I feel like you could know. do massive stuff in America. I might be able to get around that, so I've got to look into that. So you yeah. say you want to fight more known fighters, yeah, of course, in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah are there are there many more known dwarf fighters though? Yes, yeah, so they're got, popping uh, out the woodworks, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're popping out, man. Because yeah. you started a new wave, and that's what I'm saying. You started a new wave. You made people be be like, do you know what? Fuck it. I, why not? Yeah, if I it's can. He's a he's a good. I don't I don't profess to be a professional boxing expert, but when I watched Little Man's fight. I felt like I was watching professional boxing because of the dodging, the bobbing, the weaving. Super, was you there at the yeah, time? Yeah. So how well, how did that dynamic work then? Because if you and Bouncer actually wasn't talking at that time, how did that dynamic work on the day? I swear you was you were sat behind me. Oh, was I? I thought you were I was right on the ringside. Oh, on the last was... fight. Pardon? Yeah, the last, last fight was there. I think. But yeah, the yeah. dynamics, you two start flirting. The dynamic. Not... Nah, <laughs> not even that, not even that. <laughs> Not even that. Not even that. He's got a girl in it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I could tell. Yeah, he went, that went about you. That was him protecting. That was him protecting his political arm. That was him like, oh, so that's why he didn't want me to come to the fight. You know those ones there? It's like... Yeah, he had space for them other guys to go to the podcast, but I couldn't come. He told me I couldn't come because it was work. Oh, that's why I couldn't come. I used to have a guy that always used to say to me, it was work, this rapper back in the day. He's not anyone... It was gospel rap, actually. And we went to... Um, <laughs> why are you laughing for? <laughs> anyway, he I used to go to shows with him, right? And then one time I switched on him at the show and he told me I could never come to a show again with really? him. Yeah, because he was chatting to a girl too much. I know she was a like church girl and a fan and everything, but I didn't like the way she was talking to him. And then I just wow. switched it on him a little bit. And then he's like, you'll never come to anything again. And that makes like, sense. Nah, you know it's it work. is difficult though. It's difficult. Yeah, but look how Zizi, look who you are now. I'm Anybody that gets with you now is going to have to deal with the hundreds of men you flirted with on this couch. No, but they know they know it's work. Oh yeah, but you didn't know it was work. <laughs> no, no, it's work. No, it's work. It's it. So next we were with a fight, December the nineteenth, nineteenth of December. Yeah. Where can you watch it online? Where can Is we gonna sp- come? Do you want me to come? Oh, gonna come gonna... I didn't know it was gonna be in a physical thing. Where is, Where it? is it? Manchester. Manchester. Okay. Manchester's a good Okay, place. Manchester. Will let us know. Mm. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's already on sale. Yeah, we'll sort you guys out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. I, I already <laughs> assumed that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I meant in general. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna do like a thing where we meet and greet and do ticket sales ourselves as well. Thank you so much. Yes, thank yeah, you. Man. Yeah, man. Thank Make you. some noise for Little Man. What what? Woo! I wish you all the best, my brother. Me too. Stream the plus four four playlist on Amazon Music. Now we have a snippet from our chat with Reggie Yates and Amil Amin at the Amazon Black Friday live event. Okay, so audience, I need you guys to get your make some noise vibe ready. Make some noise! You, sir, in the glasses, you did not make noise. I was watching you. Okay, so because today is special, we have not one but two special guests. So I need to make some noise for writer, director Reggie Yates! And writer, director, and actor, Ami Amen. All right, we are inside. We can stop looking at notepads now. We can get straight to it. Uh, Ami, let's start with you, uh, Boxing Day. Now, first of all, yes. we didn't ask them how they are. How are you I don't you really, guys? listen, stop, so we ain't got time for that now. <laughs> I'm assuming you're both fine. Now, with that being said... Um, Yes, Boxing Day. Obviously, you've got this all, uh, this is this predominantly black cast uh, film based around Christmas time. And this is one of the first times this has ever been done in the UK, which is an amazing accomplishment. Um, I just want to know about funding. How did funding come about? Um, well, good evening, everyone. Thank you for coming here. Um, and um, good evening to you both. I was just sitting here, right? And it was really, str- I've not lived in England for so long. And it's really nice to see like two beautiful black people hosting this proper proper event for Amazon so let's like like, I was like I was kind of teary jerky I was like in the movie all of a sudden shout out to all the mandem inside all the mandem you're keeping it fully mandem yes blood we are three of us in here All right, we are set in terms of funding um, I think funding comes sometimes with great difficulties can be challenging right but I think with this particular film it came in a moment where you know the the, the powers that be BFI film 4 they felt that it was necessary I remember Natasha Warrington saying to me that reading the script was like a, a, a light in a dark time because we, mm. we, we she got this script at the height of COVID when COVID right. started hitting and so I think they were inspired and moved to take action and take action quickly and uh, that's 
that's the beginning of how we got it made, you know? I also threatened to pay for it a bunch of times. You threatened to pay <laughs> for it? I, I really did. Like, um, I was so determined to have a film that spoke to um, another part of British culture, a culture that I think that's that we all know, we all love, we'll, we have friends and family in that culture, and a further addition to some of the great kind of holiday rom-coms that I've already loved, and and they felt the same. Why a, why a, why a rom-com, and especially why a rom-com based in a Christmas period like what made you go for that direction because i love love and i'm trying to find love in my life oh. yeah. and you haven't found anyone what's that you've been living in la for however long and you've no, but I found, my business you know yeah, you found no one <laughs> you not found anyone i was just telling david mm. me and amel actually we are B- uh, birthday twins we yes, have the we same are. birthday will you flirt with every man <laughs> Listen, that comes on so our show to july the 30th is our birthday it is. and i was telling david that i used to have a really big crush on um amel operative word they used to go yes. and who else oh yeah and i used to have a crush on reggie but reggie didn't know so that you used to have that. a crush on both of the people that we're interviewing <laughs> wait can, can, hang a second why is it used to what have we done wrong what's changed <laughs> have we not grown into our ears like no, what's you happened have, but then what happens is when the crush is not fed, it goes. Okay. And the crush wasn't fed. So as in no one asked to take me out on a date. No Reg, one, go, you know on, what man. I mean? So it goes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm over it now. I ain't feeding that crush, baby. I'm over it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Take, take that advice for yourself. No, if my crush for you is not fed at some point, okay, then it's going to die also in I'm, 2020. I hope it's dying slowly. I want it to die. That's why I'm not watering it. Anyway, move on. <laughs> All right, Reggie, um, let's go uh, move on to your film, Pirates. Now, what was the inspiration behind making this film? Uh, okay, so Pirates is a uh, comedy drama coming of age movie uh, set in 1999. Three kids driving from North London to South London in a yellow Peugeot 205 trying to get into Twice as Nice. The backdrop is the UK garage club scene and it's a time capsule of a movie in a lot of ways. It's essentially a coming of age movie. You know, we've all seen them. We've all grown up watching them and loving them, but we've never had one in London and we've definitely never had one with a UK garage soundtrack. Mm. So for me, it was about the precinct that I found really interesting, much like a the version of London that I exist in, I've never seen on a big screen. Yeah. It's fun. It's inclusive. It's not scary. Yeah. There's not gangs on every corner. Yeah. There's young men who are having fun and at the center of their story is joy. So that so was the, that was the, a, big, yeah, the big link. So that's, that's what I liked about both of the films is that I often talk about not every day is gang, gang, kill, kill. Like there's loads of people in London, like black people that don't go through that. But yeah. the, the films that we often see is that. So it's nice to see, Was you were you guys worried about that though? Because you know what kind of things people like. Okay, so it's important to say that those stories have value. Because yes, I think we'd do. all be lying if we say that there aren't situations, particularly in a city like London, that are less than charming, yeah. that are less than warm, you know? But as somebody who grew up on not the nicest of council estates in North London, I circumvented that, you know? I found an outlet. I found drama as a kid and I'd go and show off in drama class of improvisation as opposed to trying to impress the boys on my estate and that leading to the inevitabilities that come with that. Mm. So I think for a lot of the kids that went to uni, that wanted to get a job, that actually wanted to do something other than what we've seen, this film's for them. So... Are you nervous though about these type of films? Because we, like you said, we haven't seen these type of films before. So is there a little bit of like apprehension? Like, I wonder if people are going to like it. I wonder if. Do you the- know what's funny? We were having that conversation literally backstage. Uh, we were talking about the fact that it's not proven 
that these films can find an audience. Right. And the question is, who are the audience for these films? Mm. So we're going to find out. And in a lot of ways, it's both an incredibly beautiful thing, but a really sad thing that we don't know if a predominantly black cast or all lead black cast rom-com and the coming of age comedy with three young men of color leading it can be successful or not because yeah. we've never seen them before. But mm. it is a moment, which is why I'm so proud to be here with my brother because we're young writer directors, youngish, adjacent, nearly four Young, young, young. Young adjacent. Hold on to that young red. <laughs> exactly. You're I'm doing just gonna, well. You're doing great. Keep, keep doing keep clean going. shave. Keep, keep doing it. Sheer keep bar. Youngish, <laughs> young adjacent. But we're releasing movies a week apart from each other. And that's never happened before for young black first time writer directors. So it's a moment that we should celebrate. Yeah, let's, let's celebrate that. I think it's nice as well that you guys, because I've seen you've done quite a few press things together. I think it's nice that that's happening as well. Because I think sometimes what also happens is when there's two of something that's not been done before, it's easy for them to be pit against each other. Especially in our community. Yeah, it's like, oh, which one's going to do better? So I think it's really nice. I specifically, nice. Um, we have the same uh, agent right and, and, and same uh, like writing agent, Rob Taylor, who's fantastic at his job and he's a bit of a visionary and he just gets behind things. And I... I called him up and said, look, Register's film's coming up before mine. We need to go out there in the world and do press together. Um, we're of similar mindsets and we both very separately, not spending a lot of time together, created these worlds that are reflective of how we grew up. You know uh -huh. what I mean? And I think that's, that's really important. Um, but I want to add on to one of your things you were saying about nerves. The interesting thing about it is I, I love... To answer Sideman's question more um, seriously, one of the inspirations behind it was Notting Hill, Love Actually, and then you go to the African-Americans mm -hmm. base of Best Man, yes, yes. Love Jones. And I have for years in my acting career here heard, when are we going to have a Love Jones? When are we going to have our Notting Hill? And it has arrived, mm -hmm. you know, through, right. my, through, through my interpretation. But what's fascinating and amazing to me about those films, Notting Hill and Love Actually, I, as a black British Caribbean man, identify with the film yeah, because same. I identify with love. I identify it's with- It's a universal uh, theme, love. It's a universal theme. Yeah. I, in, I identify with the comedy and the Britishness. And I think that this move, our movies, I don't think were only made for the black audience. Yes. We happen to be black men and coming through our experience, mm -hmm. but I made this film for- England. No, it's true. Because to it, add on to the British culture of who we are. You it's know? very true. If if I'm watching one of uh, my favorite rom-coms, yeah, like I have all kinds of rom-coms that I love. What's like, your favorite? Definitely, maybe. It's probably my favorite one. Stars um, Ryan Reynolds. But if I see them eating lasagna in it, just because they're eating lasagna and not rice and peas and chicken, doesn't mean that I don't relate to the love scene that's going on in there. Because it, the universal themes of love still count. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So just because it's coming through the lens of our culture doesn't mean yes. that somebody can't find something to relate to. I now, think ultimately, I'm so sorry. Sorry to cut yeah, you, just to build on Tomel's point, because he's made a really good point, and that is that ultimately these are human stories, yeah. you know. And if you write a human story, it can connect with everyone, and it should, yeah. which is why you know we are hoping for all audiences to find our films. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I love rom-coms, but interestingly enough, I also love nostalgia. Like, I love going back. I love the idea of going back. But when I've ever thought of, you know, making a film myself or anything like that, even a short film, I've always said to myself, I would never want to make it in the past just because of the difficulties that come with that. So I have to mm -hmm. ask you, like, how was it taking on that challenge? How was it making sure that an iPhone 11 or an iPhone 12 never ended up in the shot and things like that? 
Uh, I created a rod from my own back. I'm an idiot for doing it, basically. Um, we're, we made a tiny, small, low-budget British movie. Uh, myself and Amal had some of the same backers. BFI got behind my film. BBC Films did as well. And we didn't have a massive pot of money, but we had to make a film that was convincingly set in 1999. So, you know, it... it it caused its own limitations in a lot of ways. Like you can't make this shot too wide because we can only afford enough period cars to fill a shot this wide. Yeah, so you yeah, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. change your shots. But in that, those limitations forced you to be creative and yeah. forced you to be smart about the things that you could lean into. So for instance, in the, uh, the last screening that we did um, at the BFI and also at the premiere as well, um, in one of the first sequences with the boys, when one of the guys chats up a girl, he pulls out his phone and he pulls out a Motorola StarTech. And in the in the mix, I know exactly it, it got a laugh. And in the mix, when we were actually mixing down the film, like I quadrupled the the volume of that sound when the phone opened, and it got the biggest laugh yeah, in the room yeah, yeah, yeah. because everyone remembers. And it's almost like okay, cool. If we double down on props, on costume, on language, mm -hmm. on things that we can control that are small, mm -hmm. then we can win. Yeah. If we're trying to change a skyline and paint out the shard, we ain't got money for that. We're killing ourselves. So yeah, it was about being smart. I, I wanted to ask about the the casting and the casting process and, and how that went. We'll start with you, you want to, you're not, Emil. So Zizi auditioned for my movie. And I didn't get the role. And she didn't get the role, but Zizi is one of the stars of my movie. Mm -hmm. Are you not, Zizi? Let's give Zizi a round of applause for her acting debut. Bigger than that, her mum said she'd never do it. Her mum said she'd never do it and she's done it. All right, so um, I want to, to, to assemble like a super duper cast of, um, and my film is about multi-generational love. So you've got the, the young boy who's finding love for the first time. You've got my character who's fallen in love with this American girl, um, Asian Naomi King, but also has a previous relationship with Leanne Pinnock from um, Little Mix or Georgia, not Leanne Pinnock. Um, and, um, and then uh, Marion Jean-Baptiste, who's this actor that's been around forever with Stephen Delane. So I wanted to assemble really great ensemble cast to deal with different types of love. Mm -hmm. And we went wide and there's so much, there's so much amazing talent in the UK and it, in general, the script is what won out. My script and the, uh, the uniqueness of it and the space that existed in is what made people want to connect to it and right. actually, and, and come forth. It's interesting when you talk about, um, you know, that process, because this was your directorial debut. Mm -hmm. And I guess for both of you as well. So speak on that, what it was like to be a director and, and to act as well. And then what it was like to be a director for you as well. Uh, first, uh, first of all, I don't know how Amel not only wrote, directed, produced, and acted in his film. I don't know how you do all of those yeah. things because- Triple Let's give Amel a round of applause. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, he deserves a round of applause, to be honest with you, because just directing alone is, is a lot. But uh, as Amel touched on, you know, those years in Grange Hill definitely served me well <laughs> as an actor. Um, being on set, and being able to talk to actors uh, from an actor's perspective, because yes, Granger wasn't the only thing I did. I actually loved acting and was really passionate about it from the age of eight. And that is how I came into this business, mm -hmm. but fell out of love with it when I stopped getting roles or stopped reading parts that were outside of, you know, the, the friendly black kid who's the best mate of the white lead. That was essentially what I kept going for over yeah. and over again. And it made me fall out of love with uh, acting to the point 
that I started writing privately uh, because I wanted to write the things that I wasn't seeing. So mm. the minute that I found myself on set with these young men, I knew that I had a responsibility to give them what I didn't have. Mm -hmm. And that was to not only invest in the communication and the levels of collaboration that were there, but to also be the director that I always wished that I could be around, you know, and uh, to create a set that I'd never seen. I mean, in short, essentially what I'm trying to say is I've been on every kind of set that you can think of, both as a documentary maker and entertainment live TV host, right the way through to being an actor. The sets that are run by the director that gets drunk at lunchtime, the sets that are run by the director who's everyone's dad and everybody loves. And for me, I always knew that I wanted to create a set that I wanted to be on. That if I was going to get up at 4am to go to work, I wanted to be there. Music Culture UK. This is Plus 4-4 four four. from Amazon Music. Now, sadly, people, this is oh. our last podcast for the year. So before we go, let's cast our minds back. What has been your favourite oh, moment? Oh, obviously the alpha male moment. Alpha what male moment. Need? Yes, that's my favourite moment also. And I made a little song off it, if you remember, on Instagram. After every now and again, I play it to myself and remember those times. I find it beautiful that I will be getting to, like, literally to this day, girls message me and say, oh, I think you're an alpha male. I've they got think that's you an girls, in. bruh. Like, girls I've think it's an girls. in. Oh, that's thank how you. you know I'm, like, the real wingman in life. I've got you girls. Yes. Thank you to everyone that has listened and supported us throughout the year. We see you. And a big shout out and thanks to Delisa for making this all happen. The yes. head honcho, the queen. Delisa. Now, that is really all from us. So for the last time this season and this year, I'm ZZ Mills. And I'm Sideman. And you've been listening to the Plus Four Four podcast exclusively on Amazon Music. Until next time. Peace. peace. Music Culture UK. This is Plus Four Four from Amazon Music. Amazon Music.